with Romac in the stadium at the Gabba and you saw that I envy you in a little way and I'm also glad that I weren't with you Romac said that he's never hugged strangers with that much enthusiasm since the 2006 uh, Socceroos when they got it no 2005 when they got over Uruguay narrative you watch a game you have a heart attack you have a few kittens you storm away you kick the pillows and then <laughs> Stormy fucking Daniels comes in with a check side to walk us through it. To talk us through it, we've got two people, two amazing squinters who watched the whole game, which is going to fill in the bits, which was most of it that I missed. We've got all the way from friggin' Copenhagen sitting there watching it through a VPN on his parents' internet. Lawso, how good was that, mate? Mate, what a game. 
It's uh, I'm sitting here with a Carlsberg. And that's right. Yeah, I'm on my 67,000 beer, which which is not as many as Bartman's had tonight, who was supposed to join us. We just spoke to Bartman. Bartman's blind, so I'll get his comments in about half an hour when I'll just inject him in. But yeah, keep going. Yeah, the, it's sunny here, but the storm rolled in in Brisbane, didn't it? Stormy oh. Daniels, what, oh, a, yes. what a best. <laughs> the bank robber himself. Just a light oh, what storm. A just a tropical storm. And also, his narrative rolls on he's already booked the bus <laughs> i understand to go to the mcg on the 28th of painted uh, it orange sparrow mate how do you go that was, 80 to uh, 83 that was our best win that was our best win it was a strong win the that bit i saw that brought tears to the eyes i mentioned this on the street i mean the the thread was white hot it, it was, was hotter than a thousand suns i've never seen it go through so much. We nearly broke the internet. We burned so much bandwidth with the comments that were made. Um, Leon got sacked four times. It was safe. It was obviously, was obviously premature. <laughs> um, uh, Toby, he basically played with Lockie Neal's head again. Obviously, Toby lives beyond the edge, doesn't know where the edge is, and if he does, doesn't care. Uh, Harry Himmelberg couldn't mark anything. We have an amazing back line. We probably stole it, but my God Almighty, we won it. And with we a go, little we stocky Geelong grammar boy with a huge ass and a big ticker, Stormy Daniels. The shortest with the checky. man. The with shortest the checky. man. A little checky because oh. I wasn't kicking drop punts. Yeah, what a star. What a game of final <laughs> footy though, really. A bit of I'll heat in you, it. I'll get you both to talk me through it. I missed the first bit of the first quarter when we kicked all the goals, and so I came in pretty... Uh, cock a hoop, turned on the television, and Eric Hitwood kicked a goal within seven seconds of me pressing the button. I then turned it off, obviously. <laughs> I watched most of the second half with a sound down, which seemed as a therapy thing to work quite well, but that was quite close, but still we won. Third quarter started to get a bit iffy. First quarter was mainly stalking around the room trying to get as far away. Stalk, no, the last quarter was trying to stalk around the house, trying to get as far away from any sort of sound whatsoever. I, at one point, I locked myself in the bathroom. But then I decided this was shit because I only had a beard by myself. Went and started watching, I think, Groundhog Day. Came back, looked at the television, three minutes to go. The fucking Lions were up by three points. Turned it off again. Came back, one I'm minute, 30 to go. I didn't know we kicked the goal. All I knew was we were in front. And then I just stared at it. I stared at the television for 96 seconds that took 98 years. But after that was my experience. Also, walk us through it. Yeah, a bit different at this end. How um, was it from Copenhagen? Yeah, I don't know if anyone else in the city was watching, but I was. Um, huge. Tom, what's the time? What time how are you we, talking there? How we stole that. So it's 2.30 in the afternoon. I think there have been 11.30 kickoffs in the night game. Oh, perfect. Very on a pleasant. Saturday on a, a pre-midday beer. Yeah, it was huge. Who was, I was here with my girlfriend who's just gone to the airport. And got on the wrong train, I've heard. And another Australian <laughs> mate who's a, who's a kangaroo. But you're fan. committed. Yeah, I'm committed. I'm in my jumper, my giant jumper. I've got a couple of Carlsbergs. The sun's out. What, a, what an afternoon a for it. Time to be a giant fan. What a happy Indeed. day to be alive. What were your highlights of the footy? What did you think? I mean, we were mostly under the pump, I thought, apart from a few moments where we gained control. But most of the time, they were breaking pretty easily. We were kicking to packs. Yeah, I, I had VPN issues at the start of the game. 
perhaps unsurprisingly. So I missed the first four goals and I switched Oof. it on to, to expect a, a one-sided game, but it almost turned one side of the other way for a fair bit of the second half, I thought. If, as someone said, how they can find six better backmen for the All-Australian team than Phil Davis and Nick Haynes blows my mind. They were superb. Oh, I don't no, know. Is fumbling it a bit talk talk quarter, me through right? what a VPN he issue actually he is. He found his mojo. Oh, uh, look, so I'm, I think it's, I don't really know, but I'm paying someone money to pretend that my computer's in Australia. It's sort of how I, how I say Are it. you paying so your yeah, it's, a, it's called It's called, Sparrow, a virtual private <laughs> network. <laughs> I'm physically in Copenhagen, but electronically in, I think, Brisbane is where, where my, my stream was coming through. Which is which is ironic, but perfect. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. Was, I thought it was a good was, game of final uh, footy hat. A game like yeah, territory that's... built momentum, built control. It shifted. Whitfield was was off. Solid arm wrestle. But Hopper, Taranto, everyone in the middle just did their job, and somehow I feel like we're we're now a team that can can hold on, hang tough and, and bully teams when we need to. Gee, Toby Green was copying it from the crowd and on, and on Twitter, I noticed. Should he have been out there after what he did last week? Who doesn't week? on Twitter? I'll leave, I'll leave that to the, uh, <laughs> to the tribunal. Of course he should have. Yeah, I thought we were, I don't know. I, I thought we were good. I thought we were really good for a lot of it. What did you reckon, Sparrow? Well, actually, oh. uh, Sparrow, just before you start off in, into your... Oh, God damn it. I found it. Now I have to go all the way back to it. Before you go into your review, I just want to read your narrative market analysis. That uh, Did you write it today? It was excellent. Yeah, no, I wrote it this morning. Now, and Coco asked... Yeah, no, yeah, and Coco asked this morning, and it was, how confident are we feeling, boys, on the flaccid to diamond hard scale? Great question, Coco. This is probably our most intriguing final as it sits somewhat out of the redemption narrative. But whilst it's not as ingrained in the club's psyche as the 2016, 2017 and 2018 finals defeats, the loss in July at the Beanstalk to these cocky cubs will still have the lads brooding as they head down Stanley Street. Last week's mauling has given the boys belief and they head into this with a sense of fuck all yous that wrote us off. As Zerzan's giraffe so eloquently put it, in Toby we strut. Other factors I like. Robinson, their hard man, is gone. They're inexperienced in finals. We have a great record against them. We're peaking at the right time. We have momentum and look hungry. There'll be 41,000 screaming for blood. It'll be an extra one or two players for them. But we have to master this sort of challenge if we're ever to be a genuine premiership side. We have the arrogance to master this, not only with the likes of the ferret, but also in the rise of the lawn bowler from Cool Can. If he can raise a shush to the gabba, it'll be something. I'm looking forward to seeing our two young bulls in the middle, the Dutch clamp, Phil and Hainsey down back, the Silverwater SKP, but mostly our man Tomo absolutely ripping at 7.25pm. Can't wait. Overall, a raging boner from me. <laughs> well, and it went it to script. Totally went to script. You sit there. There you sit erect. <laughs> yeah, mate, for... Yeah, no, that was... Uh, that couldn't have, couldn't have gone better to script, honestly. We... We needed to win ugly. We needed to win just by hanging on. We needed to show guts and something just, you know, we, we looked to blow it away at times, but they just kept coming back. Um, they had that home ground advantage. They had, they had belief they were a young, cocky side, and we showed that, no, no, we've got this. And fuck it, showed some character. It was unbelievable. 
but was it was it just a win? I mean, is it like a win? You know, if you're in front at the end, but there was some uh, comments in the last four or five minutes on the thread. Our boys were saying, "If we win, we've stolen it." Did we steal it? Was it? Is it the win? Nah. Is it a stolen win? No, it's or just guts, mate. Win? It's guts. It was a stolen win. Come on, Sparrow. We <laughs> couldn't get near it in the last. It's guts. If we if we didn't have Phil Davis and Haynes, what, what are the well, lines saying? The, guts, the lines aren't saying we should have had that. They they choked. Yeah. No, it takes guts. <laughs> it takes guts to win those games. It's like the um, twenty sixteen. Like we should have won that game against Bulldogs, and they had the guts to hang on. That's what we did tonight. Yeah, that's fair. Well, not even hang on. We had to come back. That's that's true. Or the same in the twenty sixteen. We had the we had the uh, we late in the late in the game we were winning, but yeah. oh mate, that was that was to script bar Tomo's performance. But still love Tomo. Um, I saw him do one good thing in the rap. There were so many good moments. Jeez, you you were watching more closely than me. <laughs> no, 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 no. I saw him do quite bad things. No. He picked the ball up, he pushed the other guy off, and he caught the ball, and then he grabbed it forward. And that was quite a good thing that he did. Yeah. He also no, kicked the ball good. If we're, if we're scraping the barrel that hard to find something good that he did, I think he, for whatever... Oh, reason, he, he was a presence. Lorso, we'll come to Tomo. Okay. <laughs> All right. um, I mean, my... Did I mention this, or was I just talking to you? My moment of the day was in the, in the when uh, there's a, a footage of... Jeremy Cameron on his knees with his arms out in a in a power screaming yelling stance, and Lockie Whitfield slides into him on his knees as well, and then they go down in a very very um, heterosexual hug, and someone else comes and lies <laughs> on top of them. It looked like a beautiful moment to be beautiful. a part of. It was beautiful. I was almost jealous, but oh, it also mate, looked like halfway boys. through the third quarter they were absolutely rooted. I saw dorsal the dorsal he couldn't run. The um, yeah. the lawn bowler from Cool Cairn, the man who <laughs> took a few cooks for his mum. <laughs> he started well, didn't he? That little that little um, stash in the first quarter, and he got know, that free it. kick. Tell us what happened. Oh, you didn't you missed the start, mate? So I don't know who kicked the first one, but then Dorse gets a free kick for a bit of niggle off the ball. He kicks another one. I I don't know if he shushed the crowd, but. I sort of was hoping he would, oh. and then then we had that Charlie Cameron, mate. That was an oh, yeah. unbelievable what about performance. This, as in the he's, spirit of the game, broken oh, arm. No, well, his elbow has gone forty five degrees the other way. Yeah, they've strapped it up and sent him back out with some painkillers or whatever. He's kicked jabs. maybe three or four. Have, have a few jabs. Yeah, a couple of jabs. He. And he was the turning point for them, like because they were just. I think it was twenty four zip. Um, he comes back out, kicks a couple, totally lifts them. He was the matchstick. He was the Dermot Berardin of whatever that year was when he got his ribs 89. tickled. Um, they didn't win though, did they? He was <laughs> he was unbelievable. <laughs> what did you say? Uh, yeah, that. Uh, Lorso was just, I don't know who he was insulting, but he was insulting someone. I think the Lions, because he doesn't like <laughs> He's decided he doesn't like the Lions. I don't know. Everyone does. No one doesn't like the Lions. I mean, Hodge is a, a 36-year-old. And for those of us who are going turn 30, Hodge is a, he he's a, he's a legend. What a jet. He was a gun last week. He played really good this week. It might be yeah. his last game. He went out with class. 
it's a shame that they've gone out yeah, straight sets because I think everyone was behind the Lions. Like the Lions yeah. were a really, really good story. Um, as no doubt the Dolphins. Yeah, well, they, they were the twenty. Us. They were the twenty sixteen Giants. Yeah, perhaps. But 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 coming from like everyone knew the Giants were going to be good. No one thought the Lions would be anything for some time. No, twenty sixteen. Um, no one thought we'd be good. Uh, with the talent, everyone knew that we were coming on. Oh, we were coming, yeah. But I think Charlie people Cameron, are more behind he, the line than they were behind us. I I completely agree. But also Brisbane, yeah. like the Brisbane are back behind the lines as well. Like the crowd was chockers. The um yeah. the Neefle is the Brisbane Lions versus Southport Sharks. So footy in Queensland is on the up and up, which is really excellent. But um yeah, I mean, sad to see the Lions go, but I don't care. I, I, this was a good matchup, and we got it done. <laughs> Are you going to Mate, feel the same about Collingwood Sorry. going next week? Needles. Uh, well, I mean, as, as I think you mentioned off mic or maybe on camera or whatever, I would prefer to be playing Collingwood at the MCG in the preliminary final than the Tigers at the MCG in the preliminary final. I don't mind playing the Tigers in the grand final because it's, you know, footy's a funny old game. But Collingwood, we've got the right side of the draw as... Was it you who mentioned it last week? Sparrow, I think both or? both are massive, massive tasks. But you gotta you've yeah, gotta absolutely. you've gotta get through them. You've got to beat the best to win a win a flag. Exactly. That's why tonight I don't mind that we were it was as tight it was as it was and as hard as it was. Like that was we were getting munched in the centre and we? we had no momentum. Like we had yeah. no right to win that at the end. And they're the wins you gotta to get to, to progress. Yeah, like, yeah, it was just guts that got you over the line. It was awesome. Was was Sam Taylor well beaten by Hipwood? You kept saying that the back line are really, really good. Obviously, Phil Davis and Nick Haynes. Phil Davis has, has had some good years, but this is probably one of his best years. Nick Haynes is obviously a superstar. I thought Sam Taylor was was getting done over a bit by by Hipwood, beaten in the oh, air. Oh, Hipwood's very good. Yeah, I agree. But I think the good thing about having someone like Taylor who can play on Hipwood and Sorry, I'm going to check that. Gentlemen, I just had a look. I'm still watching the television on mute, and it said, Players Playlist, Yellow by Coldplay. Who wrote the playlist? (laughs) Is it Coniglia? Lockie Whitfield. Lockie Uh Whitfield. They're a tight bunch. We might have been living a lie. Colts might not be into Coldplay at all, but Whitfield is sort of the... You've got to get KK back on the line, rewrite the song. He, I get it. Yeah, he would be a Coldplay. It's Whitfield is the Coldplay freak. Well, I mean, we can just we can just dust off the song and do it again next year because the same thing's going to happen with Whitfield. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I noticed uh, Heath Shaw was had chosen Wonderwall by Oasis earlier in the game, which is probably Great appropriate. That's fitting. Yeah, he gets to play a preliminary final against Collingwood. Yeah, because he didn't play it last year. Oh, didn't he? No, he didn't. He he missed out, so he's um he was injured, so he's a bit cockahoot. I mean, imagine imagine if Cogs comes back. That's Who and that's out? what I wanted. Tomo. Yep. Well, I mean, yeah. we haven't really reviewed the game. I mean, we're still drinking beer and resting on our laurels. <laughs> um, I just want to I just want to say I actually want to keep talking. I, I'm too excited to actually have any structure to this, but feel free to give it structure. Might, yeah, I will. This might be the last time we get to talk about. You know, a Giants win. It might not, but just in case, let's enjoy the moment. Three points, what a game. Um, Ro, Romack, our man in Byron Bay, he was there. He was fairly... He was excited. liking it at the start. He's, he was excited, although we didn't know what the commentators were saying, so he's a bit shitty. Oh, and also, while I find the bit... Here we go. 
Cracking footy conditions, footy conditions, beautiful temp. Deck looks good. They're about to come out through the banner on warm-up down this end, so we'll fill you in how everyone is looking. Shalito, the green headband dude, looks up for the game. He's next bay over. Has bought in a two-litre Pepsi and has just cracked it and started drinking straight out of the bottle. Classic Western Sydney look. <laughs> I love that. I love um, you, Shalito. Big listener of the pod. And also, Represent. with your one game of needful experience, you were, you were spewing up that... Um, we weren't allowed to hurt Charlie with his busted elbow. Yeah, yeah look, fuck. I think we all came to the same conclusion on that, right? The spirit of the game thing. If someone's injured and they're on their way off... You go after them. You, if they're on their way off, you don't touch them. But if they come back on, they've called themselves good to go. I reckon... Absolutely. And you, they did... It was coming both ways. Whitfield had a bad back and he was copying the odd niggle. I don't know. I thought it was odd that the umpires got so involved, but... What would I, oh, I thought the umpires generally had an absolute shocker, and that was just, yeah, no, I didn't like, um, I didn't like that against the spirit of the game. Against the spirit of the game is against everything about physical sport. I mean, it's that was the biggest joke I've ever heard, and that will be beaten yeah. to death this week. But as a squinting community, let's just put our line in the sand and say that should never happen again. If you're on the field, you're fair game. Is that the is that the line? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I mean, respect um, to I'm Charlie Cameron. He he was incredible, but and and the the way that he lifted the team was the difference in that in that first second quarter when they got back into the game. He was the difference. But as as a opposition, you go after those blokes, and that was just fucking crazy. Saying you can't go after him, fuck me. Yeah. So I'll just go through some stats. Toby Green is turning into a finals colossus. He was best on, well, in terms of your fantasy stuff, um, two goals. He was amazing. 30, 30 disposals, 19 kicks, 11 handballs. Zach Williams, he had 17 disposals, one goal, but he went at 100% efficiency. Josh Jeez, Kelly, how's that even Cameron, possible? Yeah, well, you just never miss. Uh, Jacob Hopper was also <laughs> at 100% disposal efficiency, and he had 25 touches. Jacob Hopper, one goal... Yeah. 25 disposals, 11 kicks, 14 handballs, 100%. What a fucking hopper is a champion. He was massive. He's, a, he's an absolute weapon. He's such a solid he physical unit. He uses it well. He's in and under. He's yeah. hard. I reckon he's, he's him and Taranto. We talk about him, but they, they're the ones who've really oh. come into their own and they've, they've replaced the Trelaws and and I guess the Callan Wards that we that Absolutely. Yeah, yeah Lockie Whitfield with a dash was quite. Toughness. The ball was all over yeah. Lockie Neal. Yeah. Um, you know who else was? It? You know who else was pretty quiet? Adam Tomlinson. <laughs> oh well, Tomlinson, bottom, bottom five. Um, one point. Yeah, probably seven disposals. But our bottom three was Sam Taylor, right. Sam Reed, which is obviously he gets extra points for being diabetic, so he's probably up in the top six <laughs> after you factor in those. Um, yeah, but bottom just lay off Reedy because he's a, he's, a, he's a run with. He's not a Himmelberg, player. Himmel, Himmelberg looked like he was playing poorly and did play poorly. One kick, oh, yeah. six handballs, a lot of fumbles, zero uh, percent He just couldn't get into the efficiency. game. Yeah, I think he had, um, what's his name, the defender that Jezza nearly killed a couple of years Harris ago. Harris Andrews? Yeah, I think he, he had or him. Or Dan Oh, Whoever the bloke Jezza nearly Jezza killed. Jezza had three goals. Anyway, like, and 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 the final, and I was I assumed that we were getting 
bashed up in the free kicks, but the free kicks, oh, at no, one stage it was 17-17, ended 31-23. Yeah, no, mummy, mummy was mummy. testing my patience. You did. You nearly fell out of love with Mumster. But I tell you what, Stefan, between Stefan Martin and uh, Charlie Cameron and probably Zorko, they were they were just they were massive. Like Stefan you know, Martin, he was just killing us, and that's where uh, Mummy was just giving away. Stefan Martin kicks. can play football. Yeah, yeah, Mummy, Mummy is a like the umpires target him. He's clumsy, sure, but geez, he can't do anything. He gave away, I think, he gave away yeah. eight frees. I looked at the season yeah. count. He's given away sixty-four this year. The second most is forty-seven. He's like, wow. he's a big man, and I, I don't know. He throws his I think he does around. get targeted. Yeah, I agree. Him and Toby Green, as we know. I'm with you, Lawso. Good analysis um, from Copenhagen. Yeah, quick, just quick uh, interjection. Cam Rayner chose uh, Taylor Swift on his players' playlist. Anyway, moving right along. You. you can stay in the Brisbane you. Lions, Cam. That's why you lose. Um, <laughs> so, look, I missed it. For whatever reason, I might have been locked in the laundry. I might have been drinking my <laughs> citrus orange beers and, you know, having a hermit's half dozen and just being really disappointed. Walk me through the goal that I missed at the end. Give me a blow by blow. Fuck. Oh, Stormy. Well, Stormzy. I had it nailed on for four goals, one. I was wrong. But one goal, the, four, perhaps. The key in that play, which I don't know whether it was brushed over, and I don't know if it counted as a stat, was Sam Reed's little, little throw out to Stormy, who then just burnt, burnt someone and went the checky. But I, that was, That's right. I don't know. He, he mustn't too. have touched it. He didn't touch it many times, Sammy Reid, but he's one of my first picked. He just popped up. That big ass just popped up. He just fucking got those glutes pumping. And yeah, and then Stormy, the right, the right foot check side from pretty much straight in front. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was everything we love about Stormzy. Is is Toby Green a freak for the first first half, quarter and a half of games? Like That's when he got his two goals again and basically kept us in it while Mate, we were under pressure. The, the safest bet of the year... Is um, Toby Green for the Norm Smith yeah. safer? It's, it's safer than um, when Winks was running around. Houses. Put him. Put it on round just one. Bank it. Bank it. Did you just say safer <laughs> than Winks was running around? <laughs> <laughs> she was at one dollar zero one. I think at one stage. He just. Yeah, that he is will, a very safe. Imagine him in a. Imagine I'm him just going to talk to my wife, and I'm sure she won't mind. <laughs> Oh, mate, there's so many talking points, and I'm just a little bit rattled because the like, where do you go? Do you do you, do you tackle Cameron's uh, like Charlie's toughness because that was that was just unbelievable. Um, Toby Green, his effort was just ridiculous. I'll, like the I'll arm tell wrestle. You where that... you go, Sparrow? Do you want to know where you go? <laughs> tell, tell us where we go. You go to the MCG. And play Collingwood <laughs> Magpies on Saturday night. That's where you but fucking the, go. The bus. Oh well, we got to. I mean, imagine. Geez, the bus is on. It wasn't on four weeks ago. No bus. Now, the bus was. Bus was the in bus. the mechanics. Yeah. Getting done. Um, okay. Getting spray Are job. we a chance? I mean, we're a chance. Obviously, we're a chance. Oh, we're, mate, we're, we're more than it. Are we a chance next week? Absolutely, Are we a we're chance a chance. Next week. We're a big chance. I think. I think oh, we like. I think we match up well. I think Green will get his thirty, kick his three. Copper will farm him out. Jezra will 
kick four and then Stormy will snap Ooh. the winner on the siren. Now, there it is. So the game is Collingwood versus GWS Giants, Saturday MCG Live, 3 p.m. Nice. That suits us. Far out. Oh, oh, ha- I won't actually be watching the first half of that. I'll be at a voting station. Anyway, I have to have the sound on nice and loud. Um, Lawso, you're pretty bullish. Yeah, I think I think we're a big chance. I think um, our defence is, as I briefly said before, like the fact that we've got some key defenders who can man up on blokes like Darcy Moore and um, Darcy Moore, who's a key defender. <laughs> is he playing down back these days? Oh well. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, and, ja- Jamie Elliott, and he's really um, good. What's his name? Dago is out. Jaden Stevenson. Dago is yeah, out. It's, it's Elliott and Stevenson. Yep. Oh. Hey, uh, the the key the key <laughs> question for next week's obviously the big obviously. unit. Um, Dawson, are we bringing him back? Did, did Dawson and Mumford come in? So I mean, the, the, the yeah. that was um, Dawson and Cogs. Are they in for Cor and Tomo? Whoa, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa! Slow that down. Unpack that. Unpack that slowly because everyone loves. Everyone needs a silver water escapee in their team. I've never been on board. I've made it. I, I think. Although having said that, Core took the kick out today, which I was initially. I reckon Core put. I, I reckon Core put a kilo on during the week. <laughs> I reckon he's squatting. He's squatting one fifty. If there's if there's one man in the Giants that Lawso has never been a booster for, <laughs> it's Aiden Core. Lawso, you've never been a fan of Core, have you? Even when we met him at all those months ago mm. at Henson Park, you weren't a Core man. No, he's good. None. Never been a fan, but since he since he shaved his head, and he was pretty reliable on the kickouts, I felt more comfortable when he was taking them today than when Shaw was. I don't know. I could be coming around. I'm. He's a beast. He's an Irish still beast. With, with with two people. Well, okay. First question. All right. Cogs is obviously in. Who's he in for? Oh, when? Next, Next week. week? Yeah, yeah. He was nearly yeah. he was nearly up for this week. Apparently. No, not at all. Would I joke over something as serious and as important as this? Well, he's got to prove himself. Does he? That's <laughs> well, a hard team to crack into. All he's got to do is nah, get I... more than seven touches and influence one contest, and he's <laughs> doing more than Tomlinson. Mate, he... I'd be... Uh... That'll be massive. If he's back, that will be massive. Jesus Christ. And if he's not genuine leadership material, you can fucking blow me off the park because he's a legend. He's going. To, he's the future of the club. Yep. Actually, what I'm going to do now, I forgot. I'm going to. Go, I'm going to call Bartman. Um, and maybe cut in a bit of that. I'll put cut in a bit of that interview. No, I'm just going to put that phone up next to the microphone. What are you calling on? Bartman, give us. Can you speak? Speak into the microphone. What did you think about the football? <laughs> What did you think about the football? Do you know the Giants even won? No. <laughs> what a conversationalist. <laughs> I can hear everyone in the pub except Bardo. Yeah, likewise. <laughs> Fucking Jesus Christ. Imagine being, imagine being his patient. <laughs> what a fuck with profound analysis. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was really didn't even. He was good last week. Of, yeah, he was good last week. I'll um I'll cut in right now. The docs um the docs comment 
He's got some comments about the Brisbane Lions. He's our guest uh, Brisbane Lions fan that we talked to in London a few weeks ago, and he's just given his given us his Brisbane Lions review, which goes in now. Yeah, it's the doc here, uh, basically reporting from uh, Australia's campaign at uh, the Oval in South London. Um, unfortunately, like the mighty Brisbane Lions, it's probably not going as well as we'd otherwise would have liked to. Uh, two for 97 halfway through the second session uh, when you've got a 70 run lead is probably not going to get the job done and certainly looks like the ball's in the uh, in the English people's court uh, you know having just seen the uh, the result watched it very closely on the on the AFL live app uh, and seen the worm turning both for us and against us uh, obviously a bit disappointed for the uh, for the young men but I've always said I think it was probably a stretch to us to come from the very sorry a, a stretch too far uh, to ask a, a team to come from the very bottom of the table up to uh, up to second and, and make their way through the finals I think uh, the lack of finals experience has probably hurt us uh, in this session and, and maybe GWS uh, on the pathway towards something great um, have shown their their, pro, their their previous finals experiences is, is, is probably um, a bit too much for a, a youthful team um, I'm sure we played well I'm sure we contested hard but uh, I'm also sure there were things that went uh, went for us and against us uh, in the umpiring uh, and, uh, and the game itself but I uh, you know, I've, I've no doubt that uh, at the death, uh, maybe with a bit more composure and a bit more finals experience, uh, we'll come back next year as a bit of a better team uh, and hopefully go a bit deeper in the finals. Uh, very disappointed to go out in straight sets, uh, but let's face it, uh, with a meteoric rise like we've had, if any team was going to do it, it was probably going to be us uh, who were going to you know, feel the feel the stress of playing finals a bit too much. So, look, let's hope the Aussies can tear through the English bottom order in the next session. Um, and then Steve Smith can go on and make a triple century and really carve his name uh, into Ashes folklore. But uh, well done to the Squiddy boys. Um, hopefully they can roll the magpies in the upcoming festivities um, in a way that I'm pretty sure the Lions probably wouldn't. So anything we can do to avoid a Richmond Collingwood Grand Final, I think, would be, uh, let's face it, in everybody's interests, uh, especially the proprietors of right, Swan Street, in, Swan Street, really good looking. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, and pubs, yeah, so assuming Cogs who's in for? Or Kenner's, probably. Yeah. Oh, whilst Kenner's was very good tonight, I thought. He was just scrapping away, niggling. But, yeah, oh, fuck I, it. I've always had a lot of time for for Kennedy, but I don't know. Tomlinson, what? Give him one more game at the Giants before he goes moves down to Melbourne and Well, I mean the thread they they've dropped Tomo and Core and they've put in Dorso Weave, put in Dorso and, and Canelio. I'm just I'm a little bit reluctant to do Dorso. I love the bloke, but um Yeah, Jesus, it's a tough call. Yeah, it's I'm I'm call. not on the I'm not on the Dawson wagon, but then who do we put in? Who's, who gives Mumford the rest that he needs every five minutes? Well, yeah. I mean, the the person who could go with Brody Grundy, well, who could beat Brody, Brody Grundy, you know, for run and leg is Tom Thompson. But theoretically, we just get smashed. <laughs> theoretically, yeah. In every, on, yeah. On, on, on paper. paper. On pre-season yeah. form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he will just get... 
beaten up in every single ruck ever. Now nah, I'm backing Dawson in. I'm backing him in. He's the head of the fitness camp at the Giants, and I think he's a he's a good bloke. So he's got my vote. Not whether or not he's a good footballer, but certainly he's on his bloke. <laughs> right. So Dawson's in. Who's out? Tomo. You're drinking a lot of whiskey at the moment. Oh well, it's late. Right. Fair enough. Don't keep awake. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, so um, Lawso's fairly confident. Barry, how do you feel? Oh, mate, no, it's back to the 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 narrative. I mean, it's perfect. Um, tonight was a was a, was a was a good um, wrestle. We we needed that sort of get twenty nineteen, but had yeah, get it was our twenty nineteen revenge. Um, next week's totally the redemption story continuing. Um, the boys they'll be up for it. I think Collingwood they got a few problems. Gambling being one of them. (laughs) Gambling being one of them. Drugs being the other one. Yep. Tattoos. So who's who's their main forward if not Dugowie? Oh, Stevenson. I mean, yeah, but Stevenson's uh, hardly a key. You don't bomb it long to either of them. Elliot can play tall, but he's not very. Uh, Who's their pillar? You make make a good point. Like, we went arguably too tall this week was the pregame chat. It's Do we need to go... Shorter next week. Well, As I in... mean, imagine imagine having Haynes on not someone not very good. I suppose their 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 big tall is um, Brody Mahola Mikulovic, that guy. I think he's a <laughs> he's a check. great matchup for for Sam Taylor, who just does that role. No, nah, cool, Aiden cool oh. every day of the week. <laughs> Either way, it just leaves Davis and Haynes. My check's actually very good. Everything and not playing anyone. Which is what they do so well. Yeah, no, they've got a good forward line. Don't be fooled by no no big no, no big fellas yeah. down there. Oh no, I don't think anyone is, but but it's not as good a forward line without um without Dugowie. And yeah. they don't have You know what we gotta do? You know what we've got to do to win that game. There's three key people you gotta take out. Grundy, uh Adams. And fuckwit that left. Trelaw. What's his name? Trelaw. Trelaw. Uh, it was also Adams. So Adams, the fuckwit that left, and Trelaw, the fuckwit that yeah. left. Because they actually got they actually got the upper hand on us last time we played them. So, chaps, and I've if... got a theory. I, I, I want to throw a theory at you. Mm-hmm. Um, you all all I, for I, theories. I want to send the Dutch clamp to Grundy. <laughs> oh, that's ball. I, nah. I know. It really nah. cut down his influence. That's why you're not catching. <laughs> just, just having a limpet hanging up off him every ruckman. There's just <laughs> there's just a ball nah. not going for it. Just tap on him. Let's <laughs> send Mumford to Trelaw or something to squash him. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the Dutch clamp what goes to does he go to Trelaw? Can he go? Uh, can he run with him? I mean, uh, Trelaw is electrically fast. But he's he's I mean he's got the most possessions of any footballer in during the regular season. I reckon I reckon we can Adams find a soft underbelly on on Collingwood. I really do. I think they're mentally weak, and it starts with Bucks because he's mentally weak. <laughs> he was you saw he was up in Brisbane, in the crowd. Yeah, lurking, <laughs> or, or also being a good coach preparing. Yeah. Um, I like I like Jared Ruffhead. He was up there to to watch Hodgie. I thought that was a nice touch. Yeah, that was good. And um, who else was with him? 
He was sitting with Jordan Lewis and Grant Birchall, I think. Yeah, Jordan Oh, really? Lewis. Oh, classy. Yeah, yeah right. Well, um, I think we're good enough to beat Collingwood. I think we go in as underdogs. I mean, it is the MCG. Totally. And we've had one win on the MCG, and that was against Melbourne, I think, since the last Ice Age. So mm. it feels re- we feel ready. Like I look at I look at the two teams tonight, and I see I see a team with potential, and I see a team that's been there in finals and and fought hard losses. What are you talking about? I'm talking about we 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 were always going always going to win that game, and I feel like next week we're going to get it. So, so you're describing as the team that only just lost the grand final last year is the team with potential, and the Giants as the hardened finals. Yeah, team is that yeah. your? You've got it right. right. Thank you. That's your You've hot take. <laughs> Fair enough. A <laughs> plus. B My only C. thing that I'm shitty about <laughs> is that we're going to be playing in white. Um, well, I guess the whole season. Yeah, I don't like that either. Collingwood have mostly. No, it's it's irritating. Oh, it's winter. yeah. Prue doesn't like that either, actually. Also, what time is it going to be in um, sunny Copenhagen at three pm on next Saturday in Sid in Melbourne? It'll be a what is it eight hours? So it'll be a seven am start for me. So right, you'll have to be able to have your herring. I'll have to put the Carlsbergs in the fridge the night before, I guess. Yeah, don't don't they all eat herring? Herring's a thing, or snoring, or something. They have it on some really rye bread, and they have just dead rotted fish. Yeah, they pickle the shit out of everything. It's delicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should be right as right. It's perfect football food. Yeah, and I'll be, I'll be up and about. I think I'm back. I'm going to Barcelona tomorrow, but I'll be back. I'll be back in time. Have you been to Barcelona before? I have. Is there a big Giants court cohort in Barcelona? <laughs> Is that who you're going to see to whip them up? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. If yeah, obviously. And where do they hang around? No, oh, jeez. Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you if there are any. El Gigante. Um, well, that'd be good. Okay, well, let's sort of move on to sort of issues of the week, play on at all costs. Yeah. Sure. Everyone, everyone's reasonably confident. Well, not as confident as they could be against the Melbourne game, against the Collingwood game. We're not going in thinking we're going to get dicked on here. We're going in thinking we're a chance. Oh, provided the umpires weren't like tonight. Well, they'll be the likely the umpires because they're the apparently the top umpires in the comp. I've got, I got one thing that was... There was mentioned this evening that I <clears throat> would love your opinions on. Someone mentioned the idea of Jeremy Cameron and or Jeremy Finlayson going into the middle, which I guess is that role that when we needed a change or something to happen, we used to send Toby into the middle, but now he just plays there. Could someone like Jeremy Cameron or Jeremy Finlayson turn a game from the centre square? Mm-hmm. It's a, it'd be a bold move and one that I wouldn't expect of, of Leon. Cameron... But- Yes, Finlayson. No, I don't think Finlayson's actually good enough under the long bowler pressure yet, perhaps. But but Cameron is elite, and I, I think Cameron's up there enough minutes. anyway. Yeah, would he's you not. Start he's him? not there for the stoppages. Yeah, but he's. I mean, he's 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 up the middle of the ground most of the time. I mean, a lot of the game anyway. He's got, he's got spiky fucking elbows, Jezza. Like he, I reckon he'd be hard to tackle. He's pointy. Did you see that massive palm that he put into? Um, yeah, who's the defender? The he just, yeah, yeah. just in the yeah. face. That was, that was beautiful. As they would say in the um in the NFL, he stiff armed him. Yeah. Oh yeah. If if it would be anyone, I would pick Jezza one, and then hopefully that Himmelberg was playing a game of football that he could actually catch it. Yeah, I don't and, mind it in theory, but then again, Adam Tomlinson's good in theory, so 
Well, it's great on paper. The thing is, though, if, like, the people that we've got in the middle, your Hoppers and your Tarantos and your Kellys and your Whitfields nah. and your Dutch Clamps, like, if they're not getting it sorted... Yeah, I don't know oh, why. Anyway, fuck it. Yeah, you've got to try something. You've got to, you've got to risk something to take something. So maybe go for it. Fuck it. See you next time. Although if it's Finlayson, I'm off it. Yeah, just a thought. It's a good one. Play on at all costs. Goodbye, Tomo. We hardly knew you. Yeah, he's gone. Him <laughs> oh, and Pat. No. Him and him and Pat. No. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we won't get anything for Tomo. You reckon he's still got a spot on a on a wing, running, covering fifteen k's a game and touching it seven times? Uh, yeah, I don't know if he does. Um, Remember, Sparrow. Sparrow gives people a good leg up for being quote a good bloke. You don't have to be necessarily a good footballer, so that might mm, be enough. No, this is to throw, no, look, to throw the checkbook at him. Don't underwrite, underestimate the power of um, good blokes on a on a team culture. But yeah, I don't know. I love Tomo, but yeah, no, he's just if you can't be hard, you just and that's what we want to play. We want to play hard footy. I just yeah, no, thanks, but. He's good to wheel out for the for the fan days and the media appearances. Oh, he's awesome! I love him. He's a top bloke. Appearances on the Bachelor, but I don't know. If, <laughs> I think you got to do a bit more to get a game in at Sydney's number one side. Who oh, I agree with that. Also, was gone. Patton. Oh, Patton. Does yeah, Patton yeah. go on a free, or do we get something for him? No, uh, I'm not nothing. sure. Actually, can't remember. No, nah, nah. it just frees so What about Tomo as an unrestricted free agent? Is there? Tomo, we'd get nothing oh, either. I don't think Good we'd Lord. get much. Except salary yeah. cap space for Whitfield and Jezza Cameron. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, whichever Ruckman we choose. Was it Segler we've been latest keen on or Goldstein? Well, no, Segler's signed up for three years with the Hawks. Oh. No, I don't think we're getting anyone. This week. Oh. I think Mummy's just going Sam again. Jacobs? Oh, Jacobs. No, I think so. Yeah, Sam Jacobs. I, I think he's still on the market. He's talked to a few people and he's looking for a spot. As long as we don't go after Josh Jenkins, then I'm happy. It looks like your wicked whisper, though, Lawso, of um, Paddy Ryder has 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 melted Fizzled. like the summer snow. The, yeah, the winter snows. Um, he's going somewhere else. He might even be going back to Essendon. That's a good. That's a that's a that with that's a win for us. I'd be really happy with Sam Jacobs. I think he would fit in really, really well. Two or three years. He's an excellent ruckman. He can get around the ground. He's a bit old, and I think, I mean, he's got the people he's got to, to tap it to. They'd love it. He'd love it. It'd be a real good fit. I think Sauce is a perfect fit. I think he's good mates with Phil. I think he's um sort of character that would fit in well. I don't think Paddy would have would have fit in well, or um, Brodie Grundy. I think he's, he's good enough. Yeah, I don't think he's good enough, yeah. And um, Todd Goldstein, no. Nah, we need Sauce. We need that big redhead, just... Fucking tapping it down to the boys, the bulls. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, well, but goodbye, Tomo. I hope you get to play well. I mean, he may not play. Maybe that was the last game he's played. Um, and, I mean, was there any more for any more? Any other thoughts or comments apart from drinking the alcohol of victory for the giant with the giant appetite? Uh, I'm still I'm still just getting over Toby's game. Like... Uh... When I think about things to talk about, about like right now, I just he was unbelievable. Like he was everything else is sort of a footnote to what he just pulled off. Like we wouldn't be sitting here contemplating the 
the game without his effort. It's just, I'm just a bit in shock. He's just got some sort of authority for a little bloke. He just stands up in the middle of a pack and just controls that contest and the game. It's he's a superstar. My missus came out at oh, probably half time and she was not interested at all. And then she started talking about Toby Outrageous. Green, and her eyes lit up. She, oh, really? I said, "What do you like about him?" <laughs> and she said, "Oh, I don't know. It's it's he just doesn't he doesn't care what people think. He struts around. Yeah, he that, he niggles and uh, yeah, mate. He's just he's a weapon. He's our he's the our key. If we're gonna if we're gonna make it, he's he's the key." Who's MDB? Who? MDB on Coco's asked a question because there was still some comments on the thread about what to do about Grundy. And um, Growler's not convinced that we go into the prelim at the G with two lumbering rucks. And so Coco said MDB to play ruck and tag Grundy with the clamp. Oh, man, the ball. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, well done, Coco, was my idea first. Um, but, uh, Coco, We've lost he's, all he's side. Just, he's just... Oh, well, we'll keep talking. Hopefully he'll come back. Uh, we've just... He's co- uh, posted a picture of Mitchell Stark wearing his orange uh, reserves vest with hashtag nice. never surrender on a piece of athletic nice, tape. Nice. On, on top of it. So that's what I fucking hear. It. Mitchell Stark, you should be the team. You're a prince. Well played. Oh, yeah. How good was Hodge in his last game? My internet. What a jet. He was good last week. He was good this week. He is. Mate, he's. How old is he? 30. A really 39? 36. <laughs> 52. Fuck, he's good. It's about him. So good. Yeah. I, I watched no, him no, playing, fair, fair playing against. The word. You say that with a bit of awe. He played against, oh, I think it was Geelong, maybe four years ago in a final where they bowed out. I thought. Yeah, that was pretty special. That was a, you know, he was a legend of the game. And here he is four or five years later doing it again. Mate, that's a yeah. once-in-a-generation player there. But 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 the thing about it, when he was playing with Hawthorne, he was playing with other champions. Yeah. This is like he's playing with basically kids and he's telling him how to do and he's coaching him on the field yeah. like really, really well. It must have been amazing to play with him. Yeah, Cooper um, Cronk-esque. Lawso's internet's dropped out from Denmark. The um the wires have been cut. So we'll sign off um with a Snorri Voren. I believe that's Danish. I don't know that it is. For Lawso, thanks, mate, for coming all the way. You're a prince. Good luck next week. Well done. Uh, Sparrow, once again, the pod needed Special. you. You stood up. Mate, that was tense. Oh, well, my, actually, my podcast app has said, Cast hasn't seen Lawso in over 10 seconds, so we've had to presume they've disconnected. This can indicate a problem with your internet connection or theirs. VPN. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. He's what used all his data. Um, for anyone who's got any questions, Sparrow, any last thoughts? Uh, last thoughts? No, I just want to enjoy this moment for what it was. Thank you, Toby. Yep. Thank you, Jezza. Uh, Thank you, Stormy. I'm going to be watching... The replay on Foxtel for yeah, the next. I'm going to watch hours. it right now. Yeah, like likewise. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, hey, we got a guess. Sparrow, we were just signing off. That was. Huh? Sparrow, no, no, Sparrow. Lawson's back. Lawson, you can come back to say goodbye. Lawson. <laughs>
Yeah, can you hear yes, me? Yes, we Sorry, can. Fellas. Guess, I think my internet dropped yeah, out. Guess 30. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've gone incognito because I've got some controversial things to say. Well, drop them now. What are your final controversial thoughts, Guess 30? No. <laughs> uh, have I mentioned that Tomo should go? Yes, once or twice. <laughs> oh, came up. Yeah. So Sparrow and I, no, it's no. now 12am. Sparrow and I are just about to watch the whole game again. Um, Good. With with more beers. Do you have any Do you have any final thoughts or comments apart from thank you for being a hero and coming all the way in from Copenhagen? Uh, we had you live. This is your first time on the pod proper, and you've you've been a dab fucking hand. So thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I reckon bring on bring on Collingwood and then bring on bring Richmond. on the grand final. Yeah. Well, no. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's just deal with Collingwood first. Um, all right. Are we at the, the screen? So next week, are the Squinters going to get down there? Depends how the camera goes. <laughs> Let's reconvene. You know how you, you know how you really want to do something, and it makes no sense. <laughs> it's it's not a station wagon either. <laughs> I mean, of all the weekends that I couldn't do it, next weekend is the most weekend that I couldn't. Do it. <laughs> but. I'll put put my money on uh, on Romac getting down there. Yeah, Romac, he's he's getting Squinter's Finals MVP. Yeah, yeah, he was even at the Gold Coast game. I know he's been. Yeah, he's actually three from three. Romac over the three games he's all been in the past three. What fucking the Squinters? We roaming Romac. Um, If anyone's got any questions or any comments about the umpiring that they didn't like in that game. They can find us at neversurrenderpod at gmail. We will not surrender with our opinions as poorly formed or as incoherent as they might be. What we will do is march on to glorious victory. Uh, Lawso, thanks very much for being here. We're going to wrap up. Yeah. You've been Lawso. Never surrender. You've been Sparrow. Never surrender. I've been Needles. Never fucking surrender. Oh, that was beautiful. How do I go? How how does anyone go? How do you go? No, how do you go? How did I go? I'm fucking gonna have to cut this out. How was that, mate? (laughs) (laughs) That was good. That was really good. Was it? You think it was good? Oh. That was the pinnacle of it. I mean, the post it's like saying if someone... Who? That was Brisbane. the pickle of it. I like that phrase. That was the pickle of it. <laughs> You've lost me. But, but yeah, uh, I mean... No, Sparrow. Sparrow is a long way back. He's only hearing me about five seconds after I stopped speaking, so I'm going to have to do a lot of cutting, <laughs> cutting and pasting. How's our, how's our um, swinging in a breeze? I'm going to have to cut all these fucking crickets, these tumble crickets out. Um... You've been Lawso. Thanks for having me. Never, never surrender. Why don't I try it again? Um, and that's it. We're, yeah, you just say never surrender.
particularly, I said, uh, 13.